0: Welcome to the Christian Faith Fellowship Church podcast. We are a church that believes in praying, going, and life-changing discipleship in Jesus. We are so glad you've joined in for this message. If you enjoy what you hear, follow us to stay connected with our future updates and podcasts. Here is Finding Jesus in Joshua. Grab a Bible and a notebook and get ready to learn. Here we go. God is good. Oh, better than that. Come on, God is good. Amen. So last week when me and Diane were away, we watched uh, Pastor Jim's message. That was a powerful message. If you missed it on fear, I encourage you just go to our podcast, go to uh, YouTube or whichever format that you use and, and listen to that. If you're battling fear, that message will really, really help you. God is good amen we are getting back to normal in all realms amen and that includes our national day of prayer if you remember last year we did it totally online we had uh pastor ken pastor bob myself here and others and we had it online this year we are back at the hampton plaza amen amen That was just a great time to do it outside. We'll be inviting the other churches in our community to join us on that day. We're going to have worship this year, Byron Bay Uh, Church is going to do the praise and worship. So here's the day, May 6th, National Day of Prayer, is always on the first Thursday of May. So May 6th at 6.30 p.m. at the Hampton Plaza in front of the Sears store. They give us that whole section there. The owner there is a born-again Christian, and he lets us use that. So it's going to be awesome. Amen? Awesome. We always have a few hundred that come out at different churches, and it's just good. we got to break out of this. Amen? Break out of this nonsense that's going on. Glory to God. God is good. Look, we are looking up. Our redemption is drawing nigh. There's no question in my mind about it. I mean, I saw yesterday's show, I sent this out to a few guys, but Zoom meetings are going to be coming to an end, and what's coming in next is hologram meetings. And you got to see this. It is un. Believable. You can see it on YouTube where they can literally change the language to the language that you want and speak with your expressions and everything. Boy, that doesn't remind you of the Tower of Babel. Uh, I couldn't believe how clear and how real. They didn't look phony in any way. Things are happening. Technology is now expanding, almost doubling every 12 hours, they're saying. That's how quick things are going. But I'm looking up. Amen 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 listen all the technology I was walking the other day looking at the beautiful aircraft up there all the great technology we have can't change the wickedness in man's heart only Jesus Christ can take care of that sin problem I get it. amen we can send the person to the moon I guess we can we haven't sent one up there for a long time we just sent the craft to Mars and little robots doing what they got to do up there but if there's evil in a person's heart can't change that only the blood of Jesus can do that only the blood of Jesus amen that's why it's so important to be in the Word of God church family it's the Word of God Jesus said it like this man shall not live by bread alone and boy us Americans sure like bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God you need bread and you need water water is prayer amen we are a praying church today at 12 30 we'll be having a prayer meeting here because prayer is vital scott said it's so well there our abba father looks to have communion with us relationship with us an abba son abba daughter time and the word abba means daddy time amen look you might say yeah but you know what uh, Life has thrown me a lemon. Then make some lemonade. I guarantee Has anybody here had a lemon in life? Go ahead and raise your hand. I have two hands up and two feet. Amen. As a pastor, I've had many people say, Pastor, I'm behind you 100%. And they are so far behind me, I never saw them anymore. Come on, talk to me, church family. Amen. You ready to get into the Word today? One thing as a church that we do is we always teach the Word of God. I'm not going to give you philosophy. I'm not going to give you cute little this and cute little that. We're going to dig into the word of God. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we bless you and we thank you today as we continue our search through the Old Testament of finding Jesus in every book. We're going to look at one of the most dearest now, Lord, a young lady who messed up her life, but because of the redemptive blood, totally turned it around lord she took a lemon life and made beautiful lemonade and i thank you for this today in jesus name amen would you turn with me to joshua chapter 2 so far we have found jesus and i hope you understand when i said we have found jesus he found us amen but the stories in, in genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy and today is joshua Joshua, and we are going to look at the scarlet cord today. That this message has basically been about. We're going to start right here in Joshua chapter two, because what one of my endeavors in this series was to bring out Bible stories to you, that you can see these Old Testament stories and how they relate to the New Testament. You'll never understand fully the Old Testament and until you see it through the eyes of the blood of Jesus or through the eyes of the New Testament of Jesus. Amen. So as we've been traveling on this journey and looking at These different amazing stories. And again, like I said, in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, there are so many different types and shadows of Jesus. But we're just trying to take one from each. So I'm hoping that it shows you, especially those that are young Christians and have never read some of these stories before, how exciting the Bible really is. This should be the year of the Bible. Every year should be the year of of the Bible. Amen. So in Joshua chapter 2, let's begin. Now Joshua, the son of none, and I jokingly said he was not the son of a nun. His parents were none. Amen. Sent out two men from the Acacia grove to spy secretly saying, go view the land, especially Jericho. So they went and they came to the, now two men and they come to the house of a harlot named Rahab and they spend the night there. Why Rahab? Of all the people in Jericho, why Rahab? Why a harlot? Why a prostitute of all places to spend the night? Does it kind of, kind of go, uh, two guys, what are you doing there? Uh, the appearance of evil. Are you guys with me today? Give me an amen every once in a while. It really helps a preacher a a long way. Amen. So why Rahab? We're going to see that in a few moments. Why she was the the one. Joshua, I believe, got very wise. Amen. Where Moses sent out 12 spies, 10 came back with an evil report, 2 came back with a good report, the 10 caused the entire nation to mess up and it cost cost them a 40 year wandering in the wilderness that every adult died and the children are now the ones that are going going to go into the promised land. So I believe that Joshua got smart and he didn't send 12, he sent 2. He figured two, Caleb and himself, were the only two that came with a good report. I'm only going to send two in there because we're not doing this for another 40 years. Amen. 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 Why? What did they do that caused a 40-year hindrance of going into the promised land? Hold your place there. Go to Hebrews chapter 3. And let me show you from the New Testament why. What happened there? That we can learn from it and not do the same 40-year wandering. Anybody ever have a wandering experience? I had one. I left the church when I shouldn't have left the church because some influencers around me said, oh, and I left as a very young Christian, and I think it hindered me about 10 years to get back into position. Amen. So you got to really look at some of these stories. Watch what it says here. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today if you will hear his voice, watch now, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion. Talking about this period here. In the days of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me and saw my works for 40 years therefore I was angry with that generation and I said they always go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways. For some reason, this world thinks God needs to know our ways. God knows our ways. What I'm endeavoring to do is to learn God's way. And that comes through the renewing of the mind. What is that good? What is that acceptable? And what is that perfect will of God? It is my responsibility. Even Moses said it. I need to learn His ways, amen? And the only way you're going to learn His ways is not through dreams and visions and things like that. You're going to learn His ways through the Word. Amen? The Word is God's will. Amen? So I swore in my wrath that they shall never enter my rest. Beware, brethren. Now he's talking to New Testament people. Watch what he says. Lest there be in any of you an evil heart. Of what? Unbelief. He calls unbelief an evil heart. You should underline that in your Bible. Unbelief is an evil heart. In what? In departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Church family, sin is bad. Sin is what put Jesus on the cross. Because I am a grace message doesn't mean that you just do what you want to do. Amen? Amen? Shacking up is sin. Gay marriage is sin. Any way you look at this, adultery, fornication, lying, it's all sin. And we need to confess our sins. All right? We don't change because society changed. We stick with the Word of God. Can I get an amen in the house today? All right, but exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Boy, isn't sin deceitful? Oh, it's no big deal. Oh, just a little hanky-panky here or a little going here. Oh, what's the big deal? God understands. Well, I just read that we need to know his ways. God is forgiving. There's no ifs, whats, or buts about that. But it's that habitual when we just say, oh, what's the big deal? Keep going on, verse 14. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence, our trust, our faith steadfast to the end. While it is is said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion. He goes right back to it, watch. For who, having heard, rebelled indeed? Was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? He's talking about this time, right? Now with whom was he upset, angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpse fell in the wilderness? To whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest? But to those who did not obey. Now watch verse 12. So we see. That they could not enter in because of unbelief. Unbelief will hinder us every time. Well, what if I pray and I don't get an answer? You know what? I prayed a lot of prayers. It didn't seem like I got answers. Amen? In the end, it's all going to be A-OK. But I want to believe God to the last second. To the last second. All right. Go back to Joshua up to verse 2. Look how fast we're moving there. We're up to verse 2. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, men have come here tonight from the children of Israel to search out the country. So the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who have entered your house, for they have come to search out all the country. The woman, then the woman took the two men. She hid them. So she said, yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they are from. And it happened as the gate was being shut, when it was dark, that the men went out. Where the men went, I do not know. Pursue them quickly, for you may overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof, hidden them with the stalks of flack, which she had laid in order on the roof. I would say she just lied. Would you agree? But yet God saw something in this girl's heart. Watch. Um, But she brought them up, verse 7. Then the men pursued them by the road to the Jordan, to the forge, and as soon as those who pursued them had gone out, they shut the gate. Now watch. Now before they lay down, she came up to them on the roof, and she said, Watch what she says. Watch where you see her heart. Watch where you see her belief. Unbelief was evil before God. Watch this lady. Watch. I know that the Lord has given you this land. How did she know about the Lord? She's in Jericho, a heathen nation. Because 40 years ago, they heard stories. Stories about A Red Sea being open. Stories about bread coming out of heaven. Stories about plagues in the world power of that time, Egypt. Are you with me, guys? I know that the Lord has given you the land, that the terror of you has fallen on us, and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint-hearted because of you. No wonder this harlot is in the hall of faith in Hebrews chapter 11. This girl was a woman of faith. She heard about it. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? She heard about Jesus. She said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Jesus said, who touched me? He feeling virtue went out of him. She fearing and trembling fell before him and told him all things. And Jesus said to her daughter, Thy faith has made you whole. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 31, if you want to jot it down. By faith, the harlot Rahab, it keeps calling her that. It didn't like wash it away in the New Testament. God wanted to show us that he could take prostitutes. He could take murderers. How many have been watching the season two of The Chosen? He can take tax collectors. He can take fishermen, architects. He can take anybody in any realm and turn them around. And he took this harlot named Rahab. And she did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. Faith always takes action. And that's exactly what she did. Let me show you one more scripture before we go back to the story. James chapter 2, verse 25. Faith always takes action. To be born again, what did you have to do? Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth. Brandy just shared a moment ago, we have a water baptism time. Jesus said one of the things we should do once we're born again is what? Be water baptized. Why? It's an outward testimony of being Dying, being buried with Christ, and raised up to a new life. Well, I don't want to be embarrassed. Want me to tell you my little story again? Calvary Temple, Wayne, New Jersey. Baptism service. I ain't doing it. I ain't getting in front of all them people and getting, getting dunked. And I heard within me, but it was okay for me to hang naked on a cross for you. And you're not willing to just go in a little tank of water. I got baptized that night. I got baptized that night. Look what my Jesus did for me. He didn't have no modest little cloth on him. He was naked on that cross. James 2.25. You there, guys? Likewise, was not Rahab the, say it, harlot, also justified or made right how? by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way (laughs) she was made righteous by her actions we are made righteous by our actions i believe that jesus christ took away all my sins i make mistakes out here but inside i am pure and holy in his sight i am born again i am a new creation and so are you that have accepted christ still got to renew the mind Still got stuff on the flesh, but my heart is pure and perfect in his sight. Amen. All right, go back to Joshua chapter 2, verse 10. Now watch. Here she's going to start giving the testimony of why she's a believer. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea. See, they had social media all the way back then. Amen. This story got around. This is Jericho, Egypt, not very close, right? How the Lord dried up the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Ammonites who were on the other side of the Jordan River and Og, whom you utterly destroyed, heard it all. Now watch this. Watch this statement right here. Ready? And as soon as we heard it, Our hearts melted, neither did there remain any courage uh, in anyone because of you. When did she hear that? Let's just say two years after it happened. That means, let's just say, 38 years prior to this moment. They could have walked right in. Their hearts were faint-hearted. They had no strength. They could have went right in and conquered 40 years ago. How many of us should be conquering in different areas and we just let sin or junk just keep holding us back and pushing us back again? Here she's saying we were faint-hearted. We knew you were coming in. We knew you were going to take over. There was nothing we can do. And then 39 years went by. 38. 37, 36, 35, 34, 33, all the way till this day. So we know she's at least 40 years old. Heard the story, so she's got to be a little older than that. Let's say she was a teenager when she heard her, or maybe a child when she heard her. Let's say she's 48 years old. This is why I believe that God moved heaven and earth to get to this girl, amen? Because she believed in the one true God. People say, oh, you know, what about these people over here that never heard the gospel? Let me tell you, if a person cries this out, would the true God of heaven and earth reveal himself to me? Look out. Look out. When I cried out my window that night and I said, there has got to be more to life than this. Man, what an adventure started my life. And every one of you have a testimony of how the Lord brought you to that place. Verse 12, now therefore I beg you, swear to me by the... Oh, she believed in the Lord. Since I have shown you kindness, that you will also show kindness to my father's house. You see this girl's heart? She didn't just care about herself. Some people, you know, Hezekiah, you know, well, at least this, this judgment ain't going to happen in my life. I want every one of my kids and grandkids saved. Hey, man, you should, you should battle demonic forces uh, as strong as you can, man. Listen, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. All that's going on in Washington right now in different states, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. These are spiritual, demonic things that are happening in our nation right now. Amen? And you need to pray that way. You need to pray with that authority. And you need to pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Look what he says. Would you show kindness to my father's house and give me a true token and spare? Here we go. My father, my mother. My brother, my sister, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. Family, God cares about family. Many of you, I see it on the prayer cards. When you pray, I want my family saved before the rapture. Listen, if they're not saved during, before the rapture, let's believe they'll get saved during the tribulation. Amen? Because we know there's going to be a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit during the tribulation period, and multitudes are going to be saved for every tongue, tribe, and nation. Amen. So you trust God. You hold on. When you're coming down on your white horse, your son or daughter might be coming up right then too. Amen? Amen? It's going to be good. God's a family God. Amen? So God is into families. You remember that story in the book of Acts? You can write it down real quick. Acts 16, 30 and 31. Paul and Silas are in prison, and he brought them out. He said, sir, what must I do to be saved? Well, you know, pray 30 prayers of this and uh, give this money here and uh, crawl over there. Look what he says. Sir, what must I do to be saved? So they said, believe on the Lord, 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 Lord. Not just Savior, he needs to be our Lord, Jesus Christ. And you will be saved, you and your household. Remember Cornelius, the first Gentile to be born again? Pure-blooded Italian, just like me. Did I? It's the anointing, amen? It just messes up the wires. (laughs) Cornelius, what did he have there? He had his whole family there, amen? To hear the message of salvation from Peter. Am I back on? Am I good? All right, Joshua chapter 2, verse 14. Come on, guys, you're eating up all the time here this morning. I'm only on page 12 of 23. It's pretty big print, though, so you're okay. So the man answered her. Look what the men say now our lives for yours. If none of you tell of this business her and her family of ours and it shall be when the lord has given us this land that we will deal kindly and truly with you then she let them down by a rope through the window for her house was on a city wall she dwelt on the wall she said to them get to the mountain let the pursuers meet you hide there three days until the pursuers have returned afterwards she had the whole plan together right the whole thing afterwards you may go your way now watch this so the men said to her we will be we will be blameless of this oath of yours which you have made us swear unless when we come into the land here it is you bind this line of scarlet cord in the window the word scarlet i looked it up it's a rich Red. It's a it's it's a dye that they would use. Amen. Many believe that Rahab was not a poor lady. She was living on the wall. She probably had some fine clothes because back then there were very plain clothes, unless you had mulah, and then you got the purples and the blues and the reds. So here he says, You bind this line of scarlet cord in the window, the gang sang it today. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be as wool. Isaiah 118. You bind this line of scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you bring your father, your mother, your brother, all your household, father's household, to your own home. Now think about this. She's living, we're, on the wall. What came tumbling down? The walls. But I guarantee one part of that wall did not move. Amen? God moves heaven and earth for people of faith. People that will trust him. So it shall be that whoever goes outside the door of your house into the street, His blood shall be on his own head. Does that remind you of the Passover? You stay in that house, you put the blood on the top and the sides, and the death angel will pass over. You leave that house, you're dead. You're dead, right? His blood shall be on his own hand, and we will be guiltless. And whoever is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head. You know what that reminds me of? The watchman the watchman blows the trumpet, and then if the people don't listen, the blood be upon them. But if the watchman does not blow the trumpet, and death comes to the camp, the blame is on the watchman. Come on, guys, talk to me. We need to keep sounding our alarm. Jesus is coming. There's no if, what's, or buts about it. He is coming. It's happening quicker than who would have ever thought in just these couple months how our nation could change this drastically this drastically. He is coming, church family. Keep your eyes above, and I'm going to keep blowing that trumpet, hallelujah, and let people know the king is on his way, and you can get your scarlet cord out, and you can get your Passover lamb. uh, uh, Get under your Passover lamb. Be a watchman out there, and whoever is with you his his blood shall be on our head if a hand is laid on him and if you tell this business of ours then we will be free from your oath which you made us wear then she said according to your word so be it almost sounds like Mary there right according to thy word let it be amen and she sent them away and they departed and she bound the scarf she didn't waste one second this girl i guarantee they went out and she got that cord and hung it right out her window right and the scarlet cord in the window. They departed. They went to the mountain. They stayed there three days until the pursuers returned. The pursuers sought them all along the way, but did not find them. So the two men returned, descending from the mountain, and crossed over. They came to Joshua, the son of Nun, told him all that had befallen them, and they said to Joshua, here we go. They should have said this 40 years earlier. And you know what? Joshua and Caleb did say this. Amen? Amen. Truly, the Lord has delivered all the land into our hand. For indeed, all the inhabitants of the country are faint-hearted because of us. Joshua chapter 6, go ahead and flip over. The walls of Jericho came tumbling down. You You can go to Jericho right now, and they'll take you. It's one of the sites they'll take you to is the walls of Jericho. But remember, Rahab, lived on that wall and her family was with her and yet everything was okay look at joshua six seventeen. now the city shall be doomed by the lord to destruction it and all who are in it watch joshua only rahab the harlot shall live she and all who are with her in her house because she hid the messengers that we sent now jesus is here we go our scarlet cord that protects us from the wrath of God and brings us salvation. It's the blood of Jesus, guys. It's the blood of Jesus. The name Joshua means a savior, a deliverer, or another type of Jesus Christ. Now, when Rahab said yes to the God of Israel and by faith hung the scarlet cord out her window, it set in motion her deliverance. Can you get, a, get an Amen. God in heaven knew about a cross that she knew nothing about. The blood was shed on that cross before the foundations of the world. Let me show it to you, please. Hold your place there. 1 First, First Peter 1.18. 1 Peter 118. Look what it says. Remember, Peter was there. He saw Jesus hang on that cross. He saw the blood spilled. Knowing that you say me, I was not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from aimless conduct, or you know, just gonna I'm gonna be good enough for God. You can never be good enough to be saved. Amen. Aimless conduct received by the traditions from your father. Growing up, we were very stupid stitches. Anybody know what I'm talking about? We had every little gizmo in the house and every little thing, and don't turn the bread upside down, and don't do this, and don't do that, and ah! Don't turn the bread upside down. That was one of them. Avatya Jesus Christ, Jesus' face. But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundations of the world, but was manifested in the last times for you. Pastor, when did the last times begin? On the day of Pentecost, amen? When does it all really start happening? People say, oh, people have always talked about Jesus' return. That's right, they always have. But there has never been the sign. And the sign was May of 1948 the fig tree blossom and from that point on you can pick out just about any bible prophecy now and say this is what this means couldn't do it before 1948 amazing amazing who through him believed in god who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. Amen. It's not in your good works. It's not in your efforts. Listen, good works is a part of it. Amen. Once you're born again, you should be involved. You should be doing something for the kingdom of God. But it's not your salvation, amen? That's your rewards. Rahab was saved when the judgment came. She took her place among the children of Israel in the family of God's people. Let me show you, Joshua 6.22. You still there, guys? But Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house, and from there bring out the woman and all that she had. Notice that? Even Joshua called her a harlot. He didn't say to the guys, what you doing going to a harlot's house? I sent you to spy out the land. There was something in this girl. As you swore to her, look at verse 23, and the young men who had been spies went in. They brought out Rahab, her father, her mother, her brothers, and all that they had. So they brought out all the relatives and they left them outside the camp, outside of judgment. That's why I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, amen? Because God is not going to let us go through it. We're getting on the ark, hallelujah, amen. Amen. We're going to be out there before the walls come tumbling down. So how did Rahab turn out after this great redemption? She ended up living among the children of Israel, and she married a man named Salmon, Salmon. I wonder if he was one of the spies, I wonder if he was just one of those two spies. They had a son. His name was Boaz. The same Boaz who became the husband of Ruth and the father of Obed, who later gave birth to Jesse, the father of David, who became the king. So here God takes a prostitute and he brings to the lineage of King David. But it gets even better, right? And as though this were not honor enough, For Rahab, she is also listed in the lineage of Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Matthew 1, 5, and 6, if you want to see it, go ahead and read it for yourself. How God can turn around a messed up life is just amazing to me. How many here today would say, he turned my life around. Man, I was messed up, screwed up. And I put a whole bunch of other words on that. And he turned around. Here we are, Matthew 1, 5, verse 16. Uh, 1, 5, and 6. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Obed begot Jesse. Jesse begot King David. David the king begot Solomon by her, who had been the wife of Uriah. Then if you go down to verse 16, and Jacob begot joseph the husband of whom was born jesus who is called the christ so she is the ultimate truth of second corinthians five seventeen. would you go ahead and look at that verse i know you know it but she is the ultimate truth of what it means to be born again what it means to have jesus in your heart ready i'd like us to read this scripture together 2 Corinthians 5.17. Ready? If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. She believed in the one true God. She hung out that scarlet cord. And today we can say that Jesus is the scarlet cord that got her saved, and he is the red thread that gets us saved. This is Jesus in the book of Joshua. Amen. 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 Isn't that an amazing story, guys? Old Testament, New Testament. I hope you're enjoying this series because I'm loving it, man. I'm just loving it. Seeing our Jesus everywhere and seeing these different Bible characters that were just like us. That's why I enjoy the chosen so much. It makes them look like a bunch of... Here, the last one I watched, number three, you thought Peter and Matthew were just going to get into a fight. And it's just like... Yes! Can you imagine these 12 guys just hanging out all the time together? You stunk out the bathroom, Peter. You couldn't have done that over there? Regular people just like us. Say this to me. God takes people just like me and he loves me and he became my Abba. My Abba. Amen. Let's close in prayer. Father, we bless you and thank you for this day. Thank you again that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. If you're here today and you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord, to be your Savior, boy, today's a good day to do it. You're hanging out that red scarlet cord. You're asking him into your heart pray this prayer with me. We'll all pray it together. Look, if you've made Jesus your Savior and not your Lord, you need to pray this prayer also. You need to pray this prayer also. Say this with me. Dear God in heaven, I know salvation is not by my works, but it's by faith in Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, I ask you today to be my Lord and my savior i thank you for forgiving me of all my sins and accepting me today into your kingdom i believe that you are the son of god i repent of my sins and i thank you for your blood washing me today in jesus name amen if you have never prayed a prayer like that. It might add different words or different way it was said. And you're doing it today. I want to say congratulations. I'd like to give you a little gift before you leave. There is no charge for it whatsoever. It's our free gift to you. So with no one looking around today, this is between you, Almighty God, myself, and one altar worker. If you're receiving Jesus for the very first time, or rededicating your life, or maybe you're not sure yet, but you would still like this little gift. Would you go ahead and slip your hand up? Let me see it. And we'll make sure one of our altar workers brings you this gift. We're here for you today. We're here to bless you with a gift. We're not here to get information about you. We're here to give you something today. Don't leave without that assurance of eternal life that is only through Jesus Christ. That you slip your hand up high. Let me see it. And then put it right back down. And someone will bring you this gift. All right, we're all believers. If you're here today, and you have something in your body, a physical ailment, we want to pray for you. Just go ahead and stand up right where you are. Go ahead and stand up. And let me pray for you this morning. If you have some physical ailment in your body, the Bible says these signs will accompany the word preached. That's why I've been doing this. Because now we've preached the word. Now we want to believe for miracles. Amen? Miracles. Those that are around them, I don't want you putting your hands on them. Just stretch your hands out towards them. Get involved in the prayer. And let's go ahead and pray. Lord Jesus, you said in your word that healing is a covenant promise of yours also. So I pray for my brothers and sisters that are standing right now And whatever the ailment is that has come against them, we pray it be God in Jesus' name. We pray for healing, Lord. We pray for healing from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. Surely, our sicknesses he has borne, our griefs he has carried them, and we, we have esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. who his own self bore our sins on the cross. That we dead dead shall live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. So right now, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for back problems right now, backs being healed. Pray over backs, Lord. Pray over backs. There's a woman issue. Someone with a woman issue We're praying for healing in that area right now. Headaches, not just headaches, migraine, rough, rough headaches. We just pray healing upon people's heads right now, Lord. We thank you for this. Thank you. Somebody's got a like a tearing in your eye. It's just tearing. Right now, we just pray healing over that eye. Over that eye. Over that eye. We pray over that eye right now. That eye. That eye. If that's you, just lift your hand up and let the Lord just minister to you right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing power in our precious, precious church family, Lord. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. We just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You might not have stood up for this, but there's someone that's having problems sleeping. Sleeping. Right now, we just pray peace over your sleep time. Peace. Just peace as you sleep. You're going to get a good night's sleep. Go to bed with that fear of, oh, man, I'm going to wake up in 30 minutes and go to bed with peace. Meditate on the word of God. Don't count sheep. Count Jesus. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for every one of these, our precious church family, for healing virtues going in. In Jesus' name. Amen. Would you all stand with me as we wrap up the service? Father, I thank you. For, the, for your presence in this place today, Lord. Oh, listen, you want God's presence in your life? Brag on Jesus. Brag on Jesus. It's all about him. Father, I thank you for this service today. And I thank you for my precious church family that are here, that are on all the different media outlets, Lord. This is church, Lord. This is what church is supposed to be. A place to fellowship, a place to worship, a place to give, a place to be fed the word, and a place to feel your presence, Lord. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I thank you for each person. Lord, I just read the other day, for the first time ever in America, Church attendance has gone under 50%. We're not going to let that happen, Lord. We're going to stay on fire. Because you said there would be a great apostasy before the Lord returned, the great falling away. But We're not going to be those that fall away. We're going to be those that move on, Lord, move on in you. So I bless your people as they go today. I thank you, Father, that you have made us the head and not the tail above only and not beneath that in all our ways and endeavors that we are greatly blessed highly favored and deeply loved that we are blessed to be a blessing the lord bless you guys have a great day hope to see you wednesday night god bless